0: Okay. Hello. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. Welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast series and I'm your host. Today I'm super excited. I've got an amazing guest today with me, Ify Thomas. She is a queen and I salute her. Um, You know, this is all about Adapt to Tribe. We're talking about um, entrepreneurship. We're talking about female empowerment we're talking about career as well as um motherhood as well so today ife she's here to share some of some fantastic strategies as well as nuggets with us about creating a wellness tool and also sharing about the confident star with us today so you really want to grab your cup of tea actually a cold drink with ice (laughs) okay and come and join us as we're about to start this conversation But first, I really want to let you know who my guest is today. She is a celebrity. I'm telling you, she is. Um, Ifri Thomas, she is an author. She's a speaker who writes and talks about how to build confidence as as well as self-esteem as well. You know, she started off as a dancer on the hit show of X Factor. Okay, performing on BBC TV shows and creating girl groups, and also appearing in commercials and music videos. Um, she is also um, a fantastic singer. She has sang with um, Leona Louise, if you remember her. She was she was one of the winners in the um, one of the is it a pop idol back in the days. Um, also, she sang with Elton John and many many other celebrities as well. Um, she also joined the Big Brother House in 2010, which she did an amazing job. And, um, you know, after all that, she decided to now sort of create an amazing um, organization called Mind Workout. You know, she is the founder and she also wrote a book about Mind Workout. And she's actually turned that book into a coaching program to help so many women and men to really birth their own ideas as well and turn it into reality. Um, Not just that, she's also an autism activist, she's an advocate, and she'll be sharing that journey with us, as well as a son who is also autistic as well, and also the motivation in creating the Confident Star that is a fantastic, you know, wellness tool to help you and I to be more confident and improve our self-esteem. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Ify Thomas, to Birth Your Vision podcast series. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Thank you, Hannah. Wow. (laughs) What what an introduction. What can I say? I was like, oh, wow. Um, Thank you so much. um, Welcome. welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me here. I think what you're doing is incredible. And uh, you're always popping up on my social media. And um, I love the fact that you're promoting women. And that's, um, you know, something that... That's what we must do. We must stick together and talk about
0: that. So thank you. Absolutely, indeed. Thank you so much for coming. You are a celebrity. You're a superstar. You have done so much TV and you've appeared in different shows, commercials and videos. And you decided to now go ahead and start your own company. Now, I want you to start from the beginning, how you sort of managed through that journey, you know, and some of the challenges that you may have faced and what led you to now have your own Organization.
1: Okay. Oh, where do I even start? Well, first of all, let me just turn this sound off. Yes. Is that better?
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, just to welcome the guest again. Thank you so much to all our amazing viewers. Thanks for joining us. Um, so leave your comments and leave some hearts and and also thumbs up for our lovely guest today. And tune in, get your pens and paper because there's a lot to learn. So Let's get the conversation started. I'm going to be requesting you on Instagram now, Ify, just before you go into the the, the discussion. Ooh, so okay. I'm going to send you a request to join me live on Instagram. We are live streaming on different platforms at the moment. Can you get my
1: charger.
0: Yeah. Hello, Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a very special guest, Ify Thomas. She is an author as well as an autism activist. She is a coach and she is also um, an amazing inventor. She's created a confidence star to be able to help men and women as well as children to build up their confidence and also their resilience. So she'll be joining me today on the show I'll be heading her shortly. Thank you all for coming. Say hi and leave your wonderful questions and I'll be able to answer them for you. You got it?
1: I think so, is that you?
0: Yes, I'm going to head you now. Wonderful. Okay. Um, okay, cancel, let's see. Um, have you added me on Instagram, yes?
1: Yes, I have, all You have? Yeah.
0: Okay, so it should be easy to let me add you.
1: Lovely. See, this is live, isn't it? This is how it works. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry I have to run
0: off. <laughs> That's okay, no worries. That's what happens during the live Show. I'm trying to hide you, but I can't seem to see you for some reason.
1: Um, I'm going to comment on your most recent post. Hi. Okay. Does that help?
0: Hopefully. This is what happens when you're trying to do everything at the same time. Yeah, okay, you know, and so, that's the thing, we
1: just have to go with the flow and Absolutely,
0: <laughs> so let's just kick start it, we'll see if it goes live If not, we have it on YouTube what and Facebook um, So you just need to accept my request, but it's actually not showing you So what I do is, says so no viewers at the moment Okay, let me see if I could take this one No, okay, alright, we'll just go live on YouTube and I Facebook can see you live You can see me live, isn't it? Okay, I'm waving I'm at you requested. now. So let me see. Requested. Okay, good. So let me see. Oh, fantastic. Here we go. I've added you. You should be coming on shortly. So let me see. Oh, fantastic. So if you can reduce the volume on your side because I could hear the echo. Yes, yes. Brilliant. Fantastic. So you may need to reduce the volume on your side. Otherwise, we're going to have a lot of echoes going on in the background.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I need to yep. oh I to or... Yes, the other side. Excellent. Brilliant. Good. Yep, spot on. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Welcome again to Birth Your Vision podcast series. My guest today is the wonderful Ify Thomas, and she's going to be sharing a story with us. So, Ify, take it away. Yes. So, you can look at whichever one. So, we're live streaming on different platforms. That's absolutely fine. Um, Yeah, maybe the Facebook one. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. so it's all about, you know, looking at your journey and your motivation in terms of creating this amazing product, the wellness star. But even before you got to the position of creating this product, you've had so many different experiences in TV and, you know, doing commercials and videos and you and you now sort of um, birthing your organization Mind workout, and then you decided to now start looking at things that you can do for your son, and from there, you were able to give birth to this wonderful creative innovation which is the confidence star. So, if you can sort of take it from that angle, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yes, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Just a moment, Ify. Um Switch on. You're actually muted on Facebook. There okay, we go. Is that better? Yes.
1: Wonderful. Okay, I'm going to deal with the feedback. So I'll start yeah. again. So it all started from me dancing at a very young age, at nine years old. I started dancing. My mum took me to a dance class and I fell in love with it. And, wow. Um, it just. It was one of those moments, I wasn't particularly good when I first started, but I knew how I loved the way it made me feel. And as I got older, dancing was the one thing that always stayed with me. It was the thing that I could hang my hat on. It was the thing that reminded me that I was good enough because um, I found lots of other things quite difficult, um, in particular socialising and being myself. I used to kind of put on a persona all the time trying to be somebody that I thought I needed to be but when I was dancing I could just be totally me and mm. um, that I used to use my dancing to kind of assess everything else so if I struggled in a quickly social situation and yeah. started to think oh I'm not very good I think oh but I am good at dancing if I did mm at school I think oh but I am good at dancing and every time anything happened in my life outside of dancing I'd always go well at least I've got my dancing and that's how I would um, rate myself and how I would um, connect to myself knowing that I had one thing Um, but as I got older I I did pursue the career in dancing and worked really hard to get where I got
0: Hmm.
1: dancing and I, I didn't really know what to do next. Um, so I started to work in business, really, and I started, um, trying to work in the corporate world, the corporate world. Right. Of finance. But I worked really hard, and I started to move myself up in the corporate world and started to do really well. And I realised mm. the connection between mental um, and physical fitness. So what I, how I approached the business world, say, was using all the attributes and all the skills that I'd learned building my body. So to be a dancer, you it requires um intense focus, drive, right. consistency, yep. it requires you to be determined, mm. it requires you to push through the pain because like you're stretching your body beyond um its natural ability. And Absolutely. it requires this different type of energy that forces you to continue. On top mm. of that, you do a lot of you go to auditions and you spend a lot of time being told no, more than you're told yes. So you have to, so you used to um, trying and failing and trying and failing like rejection is part of it so I had all those skills when I left the dance world and kind of moved into the world of corporate en- um, corporate finance so I moved out of the world of entertainment into the world of corporate finance and when I right. moved in I took all my skills and then I started learning and studying and developing and I wanted to be the best I always wanted to be the best that I could be in whatever I do and I had the confidence because I believed in myself so Fantastic. I, just, I knew I was out of my So I do what I always do is go and learn. So I got as many books as I could on personal development, on sales, on leadership, on management. I yeah. went over to California and trained with um, the leading authority on human potential, a guy called Brian Tracy. Read most of his books, studied with him, trained with him, and then immersed myself in the content and then started applying it in my business and I set up my business fantastic um, in my living room which i created the network of accountants so i built a business from scratch moved into offices got staff and I, people were like how did you do this how did you go from a dancer like, all <laughs> suited and mooted and speaking to accountants and i just said well i knew what i wanted and i just put the same effort that i put in to building my body i used the same the same oh. kind of consistency yes repetition all that kind of stuff so Anyway, years passed, and I realised that when all my clients who were accountants, one of the things that they needed was for me to help their staff, help their the people who worked for them, to actually feel yeah. confident, get more self-esteem, be good at sales, be good at communication, mm. I understand how to change, adapt to change when the, um, the business had to become agile. So the, the staff needed to be more open, and so I started going through HR, who get me into. Train um do corporate training on personal development, leadership, management, all that kind of stuff. And yes. all these people I met, I thought, wow, you know, a lot of the people who are working for these companies are not really happy. They're in jobs that they don't really like. You know, that's even when you go to the core of someone's happiness, it's usually they don't like the job they're in, they're in it because they want they're in it for the money, not in it for the love of it. And yeah. One of those professions that you're not in it for the money, you're in it for the love. For the and love. The love of it is what gets you up every day. So, Absolutely. Um, I, I start training people, and if I flash forward, I basically thought everything that I've learned, I can put in, I can put into a instruction manual, like a step by step guide, because mm. you, you learn photography. you learn the first step, you learn the second, and then you add, and then you create the routine, and then you have the combination. Absolutely. So, you know, um business and goals same thing. You need step by step to get you where you want to be. From so I created the book. Did uh-huh. create of course I have I created the book. Power Lift Your Career. Yes. So, the of the mm-hmm. There is one major um, concept. Um, right. Are you hearing the feedback,
0: Ryan? Yes so um do you have a headphones
1: you can plug in yeah
0: yeah the headphones would make a difference
1: okay. that's
0: okay thanks for joining us today we're talking about um confident star he is the creator of confident star she created this tool to help young children as well as um older children to build up their confidence and also their resilience and today she's going to be sharing with us about how she was inspired and motivated to actually go ahead and create this wellness tool and also she's going to be telling us how to actually create wellness tool and how to design it how to market and also how to brand it as well so thank you so much for joining us leave your comments below and we will be able to respond to your questions thank you for your support really appreciate all your support and it's amazing having you on the show welcome everybody to birth your vision podcast series this is a live (laughs) streaming here we go so that should actually help and to control the noise
1: Oh I'm I'm Hold I'm and getting A lot better. Right, we're going to get
0: there in the end Yes, that's absolutely fine Just to let you know We have a little bit of technical difficulties However, my guest is actually fixing it on her side There's a lot of feed coming from her side However, she has now sorted it out which is really good so we can actually carry on welcome everybody on instagram thanks for joining us okay this is a lot better now thank you ife for sorting that out fantastic okay go ahead with the story
1: right so where was i up to yeah yeah the book this is hilarious really because this
0: is the reality of life isn't it when it comes to streaming sometimes things happen so yes. this is real this is real life is That's real. Okay. Um,
1: and it's all about how you
0: actually manage it so we're good carry on
1: thank you so You're i one. wrote the book power lift your career and in that book there's one particular chapter which is how i create the confidence stuff so um One of the major keys to um, succeeding requires you to have self-belief and to have that unshakable self-doubt, knowing that you are enough. So Mm. I run a whole chapter around building your core muscle. So in the book, I talk about um, fitness analysis. Mainly, I talk about fitness analysis. And chapter three is build your core muscle. And I talk about how important it is to have a strong core. Because in dancing... Or in any sport, if you don't yeah. have a strong centre, and you try and do a jump, or you try to spin, or you try to do anything, you—if you don't have a core strength, you fall on the floor. And, Absolutely. Um, and that's figuratively in the sense of your mental health. If you don't have a strong self-belief, self worth, self-love, yeah. it's very difficult to achieve um, your full potential because you're always second-guessing yourself, worried what other people think, and. At, Anxiety comes from, from lack of confidence. I know a lot of people think anxiety and confidence are separate. Well, no, anxiety comes from not having the confidence within yourself to know Absolutely. that it's going to be okay. It's and true. Um, so so everyone really loved that chapter, and it was a shift in the process of the going through the book. So I thought, wait a minute, hold on, this chapter is so vital, and at the same time it was working in synergy, really. My son. Um, Quincy, my eldest son, is autistic, and right when he was diagnosed with autism, we were basically told that it was going to be a challenge and that it was a lifelong um illness, disease, disability that we would never be able to um cure, and that his, his life was going to be hard. So I started doing all my research, like I do when everyone faces something I don't know, I go straight um. to the box. I read as much as I can. I get it from the sources. I'm very much into neuroscience and neurology now because of him. And um, I read all about the brain and all about how our thoughts, um, how they manifest and how they create feelings. And I wanted to understand on every single level. So I studied psychology, philosophy, quantum physics, theory and mindset, neuroscience. And then I really went deep into understanding human behavior and why people behave how they do and where it comes from. So I knew at two years old, that my son was in a high percentage. He was in, I think they say nine in every 10 people with autism will suffer with Mm -hmm. um, suicidal thoughts. Um, So that's scary for a mum. So I thought, right, let me not just focus on academics and all the other things that everyone's focusing on. Let me just think, how can I help him? How can I make sure that if me and his dad leave this world, how am I gonna make sure that he's able to really live up to his full potential? And then with everything I read and everything I knew and everything I'd researched in my own book and mm. every, all my work and even me, like what has helped me get where I am, it's that self-belief, which yes. took a long time to master. So I mm. thought if I can teach him how to love himself Self. and believe in himself and trust himself, then everything else is okay. Because initially, I'll just say, mm. when we found out our son was diagnosed with autism, six months later, we said, right, we, we we were well he is our first child so we said okay we need to get life insurance because mm. when you have children you need life insurance in case you yeah. know you are. um so i we the, the day we got the people from the bank to come and talk to us about setting up a life insurance policy the next morning i came downstairs into the kitchen i spoke to his dad and i said i thought that getting life insurance would make me feel have peace of mind i said but i don't have any peace of mind i don't it doesn't matter how much money there is in the world if you don't like who you are you don't believe in yourself it doesn't mean it doesn't oh
0: that doesn't matter does it
1: nothing so i said right if we're going to leave him with any kind of insurance it's self-love so let's work on it so then we we knew to teach him to say like positive words and make him feel good about himself but he wouldn't look in the mirror he Hmm. refused to look in the mirror but he could read because one of his, I suppose, one of his superpowers is he can. Re- he was reading at two years old. He could decode words. He was very fast at reading, That's not incredible. really understanding what the words were, but he yes. could decode. Mm. Um, so, he wrote the words on a mirror, and we got him to say the words. And um, he liked. He could. Say, he said the words, but it was just a coincidence that he was seeing himself. So it was like this is amazing. And then people started coming to the house and saying, "What's this?" So we had a piece of paper up on the mirror, and lots of our friends with children, similar says can we work down those words that they're saying i'm going to get my child to say them and then after about a year loads of parents were asking me to text them the words and i was like oh do you know what parents really want to help their children believe in themselves and this is a really cool idea but it's just on a scrap bit of paper so then we decided to create what is now known as the confidence star the confidence star
0: indeed wow so this
1: it's basically, it's not a mirror. It's a mirror, mm-hmm. but it's not made of mirror. It's okay. um—it's unbreakable. It's made of aluminium composite, which is um, similar to a mirror. And it's reflective. And it has the words, I am somebody, I am good enough, I can do mm-hmm. anything, I like myself. And the idea is that you put it up in your home. And, yes. Um, and then you have your children look into the star and say the words. But there's a whole process behind it. Um, so I I explain how, like so as as parents we tell our children all the time we mm. love you, we believe in you you're amazing but how many times are we told that and we still grew up feeling like we weren't it's exactly. not about it's not about parents just keep telling you it's about mm. the children having the ability to nourish themselves with those words so get them actually to look in the mirror and say. For themselves, I Absolutely. am something, And it's beautiful. When you see a child look at themselves and say those words, magic, absolute magic. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. And it is it, why I love it. So that's what, so then I created the star. But then when I do my online courses, every adult who has ever worked with me, they have a star because they have to feel like I've got adults getting up every day, don't have children in the house. They go and look at the star, they say these words. They, build that nourishment that self-esteem they get into the habit of seeing themselves and saying something nice when mm. they see themselves because yeah. you know a lot of people don't
0: do that absolutely you're right thank you so much ife wow what a powerful journey that you've been on um the fact that you went up uh, you went ahead and did your research into you know human um feelings how they feel and now you've now created this wonderful confident star and you know, tell us about the benefits of it and um, what is what has been the outcome actually?
1: Um in terms of for the, the customers or for our family
0: or- um, for the family as well as your customers as well.
1: Well, for our family, um well, my boys have been saying the style now for nearly five years, I think, for working out. Yeah. So they've been saying it since they're very, very, very young. And yes. it's inbuilt in them. But like we we show them to use that as... So I say that the Confidence Star is the first place to start because if you have a child that's struggling with any kind of mental health or any um, anxiety, before they can start CBT and all those other lovely things, they yeah. have to believe in themselves. So get Absolutely. the start integrated immediately that's the first place to start then go and get other interventions so once the boys had my children have the star and the words in them memorized in them they built a level of self-esteem that is just beautiful like their their level of self-worth and they see themselves as valuable which means that they they speak up and share but they also have the most beautiful compassion And I'm not just a mum saying that. On both of those school reports, repeatedly, I get things like, um, Quincy is sunshine personified, is what one of his teachers wrote. And they said, you know, he has this ability to get everyone in the room to feel good. Like, when he's there, there's a presence, there's a light, and Mm. everybody has a light. But a lot of our lights have been dimmed, or diminished, or have been faded. What the Confident Star does is it creates light. It gives you mm. light so that you can shine. But then That's everything you shine out, you shine on other people. So they yes. they their friends. They, they pick their friends up. And, they're so, and Cuba, the youngest, he is the most compassionate little boy you'll ever meet. Like He really cares. And to give you a quick example, he's been saying the star since he was like three. He's now mm. seven. Um, he came home to me one day when he started his new school and he said, mommy, something terrible happened at school today. I said, what happened? He said something really bad happened. It was terrible. I said, tell me what happened. You know, I'm thinking my brain's going out there. He
0: said,
1: My little friend, Jack, he's, he called himself stupid. (laughs) I said, what do you mean? He said, he said that he was stupid. And I said, oh, okay. He said, that's terrible. That's going to cause him so much pain. And I was like, wow, my work is done here. Because he, they look at, when you say something bad to yourself, they look yeah. at the same level as a swear word. Mm. He's like, that's terrible. He's hurting himself. So um, they understand, and we really do spend a lot of time trying to get our children to be able to fill themselves up Because, like, lots of parents, we do our best with what we have. Mm. But if we raise children who leave us, you know, and we give them everything of a, um, you know, like a... We give them things, let's say. And we buy them things and we take them places and we do things. If we give them all the material nature things and we let them leave us and they're lacking self-esteem and lacking confidence, then they will be... Paying catch-up for the rest of their life. And that's why when I work with people in their 50s, they're still trying to catch up emotionally and mm. mentally from their childhood. But,
0: exactly. if
1: you, but if you raise a child with high levels of self-esteem Same. and self-confidence and mm. they leave, they'll leave you feeling terrific about themselves, they'll go out into the world and they'll take it on. And when they fall down, they'll get back up, they'll have resilience and they'll be able to keep going without you being there cheering them because they'll be cheering themselves and i think Indeed. parents we love to be cheerleaders and i'm a huge cheerleader for people but if you can teach people how to cheer for themselves Selbst. wow
0: absolutely i do agree with you definitely so it's but sometimes <laughs> yeah but sometimes you know some people struggle to really cheer themselves on they need validation from other people to say go you can do this you're enough you know, and that's one of the challenges that many people face today. We're waiting for other people to say, you are you are amazing, you are awesome, you are good at this, whereas we should be looking at what we are very good at and really appreciating ourselves even more and expressing constant gratitude and looking at what we have within our, our sets and just appreciate, appreciating it even a lot more, you know, so sometimes it's quite hard for other people who have not been brought up in that manner in terms of appreciating themselves. And do you think that the confidence star will actually help them to fill in those gaps?
1: Yes. In in a very quick answer, yes. And the reason mm. why is because the confidence star is based founded on science research. You know, I I will make a claim and say it's the fastest, most effective way to build confidence in Mm. anybody, I couldn't find anything that would build confidence at that speed with that simplistic way, that's why I created it, if there was already something out there, Mm. I wouldn't have created it, this star, I have seen it transform a 71 year old, I've seen it transform a 7 year old, the confidence star is so much more than a star shaped mirror with nice little words on it. What happens is when you go and look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself and say those words like i am um, whether you believe it or not what happens is it goes into your subconscious mind and those right. words are there and they're your words so i, I um make it into I call it a shield so i always say it is your shield hold it as your protection so when you mm. so if you imagine when you say those words to yourself you're building up this level of protection you're building this you're guarding your you're guarding your mind so i say if you imagine that the star is like a shield which i get the children hold it like your shield when yeah. someone says something to you that undermines you or disempowers you rather mm. than them go like it you know, hurts you here yeah, You've got one level, which is your shield, so it kind of bounces off.
0: It mm-hmm.
1: say something, and it bounces off of this shield. And that's, you know, I'm saying metaphorically, because what yeah. actually is happening is your own voice is saying, I am somebody, I am um. good enough, I can do anything, I like myself. So any age, I... I believe, and I've used it for myself, and also my um, my partner and my children's yeah. father. He has said those words. We've been saying those words, um, especially the I like myself. Yes, that seems to be the hard one. We started saying those words about 10 11 years ago, and it completely transformed. I mean, it transformed our entire life because we suddenly liked who we are
0: and was mm-hmm. willing
1: to try things and step outside of our comfort zone. The Confidence Fantastic. Star is definitely life-changing. And I, I, I'm i going to promote it until the day I die because every single <laughs> star, every home that has a star, I go to bed with a little bit more peace of mind knowing that um, um, it's making a difference.
0: And thank you so much because I actually received my star last week. So I'm so excited about it. As soon as it came through the post, I opened it with so much excitement and I told the children about it. And then we started to say it and I started to let them understand the meaning of those words. Even though we have raised confident children, I think you can never be too confident, you know. So thank you so much for sending the star to me. I'm so excited about it. I'm going to be sharing it a bit later on this week. Um, So thank you so much. You're just amazing. You're such an incredible woman. I'm so proud of you. Um, So let's talk about raising an autistic child. Now tell us what um, autism means first. Let's let our viewers know what that is.
1: Okay, so autism is a neural development disorder that um, affects one in every 88 people. Um, It's quite high. It's four times more likely in a boy. And it's uh, it's characterised by difficulties in non-verbal and social and communication and it sometimes requires repetitive and restrictive behaviour patterns Mm. so a child and that there are all the terms that you will read but what autism means to me and my family is that we have to meet each other where we are it's a different way of looking at the world it's Mm. It's allowing autism a lot of the time means that you feel outside of the world because yeah. the way other people see the world is so different to you. And there's people with autism who are also known as people with neuro, who are neurodiverse. So yeah. autism is a big spectrum. And there are people on the spectrum who can't speak they they are unable to they're called nonverbal they're unable to actually speak in that way but they communicate in other ways and then there are um people who don't stop speaking who say every single thing that they think comes out and then there's all in between and um autism can sometimes be invisible so for my son it's invisible you don't necessarily when i tell people when he was first he's autistic they go he doesn't look autistic i'm like what does Mm. autism look like you know exactly what does autism look like it's so it's it's one of those things and for autism the reason why there's so much awareness around it is because people just don't understand and i don't think you understand until you either live with somebody with autism you have autism or you work specifically around the topic of autism. Absolutely. Mm. It can be very misunderstood and misinterpreted. Um, So for autism, I'm an autism activist because I work with autistic people to help spread awareness about how incredible they are. So it brings me back to everything that I do. You know, I told you my dancing saved me. My dancing was the one thing I could hang my hat on. Mm. I believe every single one of us whoever we are, we all have a gift. We all have something that we do that is unique to us. And as parents and as adults, our job is just to find one thing, one thing that we can hang our hat on, that we can say, I'm good at that. Because Mm -hmm. the minute you can say, I'm good at this, that builds confidence. But the thing is with children with autism, Yes. And adults spend so much time listing all the things they can't do. Like, all the things that they can't do is mm-hmm. listed. It goes with them everywhere, like a passport, if they have an educational healthcare plan. And we're overlooking and we're we're not able to actually see the incredible, brilliant, talented minds of these individuals. If we give them time mm-hmm. and we meet them where they are, they will show us how magnificent they are. And that's my thing. I just believe that if we can just be a bit patient, neurotypicals, all you people out there who aren't autistic, just be a bit patient and just try and understand, you know, and try and see it from their point of view. Mm. Everyone's in lockdown now going, I need my routine. I need my routine. Well, hello, autism. But before you tried to check, like, not understand what, what do you mean you need to tell them what what time they're going in? Well, now you understand a routine gives you stability. Routine makes you feel like you're secure, mm. routine
0: helps
1: you feel safe, yeah. out of routine makes you feel unsafe and it creates uncertainty which we're all facing as a nation at the moment, we're all uncertain, imagine living like this for your whole life and then people saying just
0: get on with it. Yeah, wow, amazing, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, now let's talk about the confidence Star in terms of how to actually start creating such a product. So for some of our viewers who are actually looking at the moment, one of the questions is, how do you create a wellness product? Where do you even start from? (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) such a good question. And I suppose the first thing when you're creating any product is you have to ask yourself, why am I creating it? Yes. Why? Because there's so many hurdles. There's so many things that get in the way when you try to do anything that's outside your comfort zone anyway. So the first thing is, why am I doing it? And when I do get to my goal of creating this product, how mm. am I going to feel? Because in anything that you do, there's always going to be a time you think, ah, that's nah, too hard. So yeah. only if do something that you believe, that you mm. believe in so much and you know that it's, the world needs it. Now, that sounds a bit dramatic. The world needs it. Like If the world is going to be a better place because your product is there and mm-hmm. it's going to serve, Millions, if it can serve millions of people, or yes. if it can serve a small group, niche group, mm. has to be able to serve your, the people. If you've got one, you know it can serve people, two, you believe in it and believe the world needs it, then that's a good place to start because now nothing's going to stop you. So exactly. You use, that's the first thing. Then mm. you have to say to yourself, you know, how long am I willing to spend? And how much money am I willing to invest? And how much time am I willing to invest? And how many nos am I willing to, to endure? Mm. Because you're going to hear people who tell you that your product is rubbish.
0: Absolutely. You're going to hear
1: people who tell you that it's? We've already got loads of them. People mm. are going to um, criticize it, undermine it, and do people you're going to get more people say to you, Nah, you won't be able to do that. Nah, you'll never get it to market. Nah, nah. Those are people are going to say that to you. So just know that there are going to be people who say that, but it's a bit like Brené Brown. I talked. Uh, I'm reading her book, which is called Rising Strong. Yeah, I'm okay. a big Brené Brown fan. I've watched her TED Talk, <laughs> fun, pretty, um, uh maybe too many times to count. So I'm big. And one thing that she says, she has this really good quote that says, "If you're not in the arena, I'm have yeah. to stay on here. Say that again. Can I say the word?
0: Um, you've already said it so that's fine carry on
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked
0: uh-huh.
1: then I do not want your feedback Thank you. and that basically means is if you're not putting yourself out there you're not creating a product you're not mm. trying to do anything more than anybody else then yes. don't give me your feedback because it's okay to sit here behind your keyboard and judge other people room, oh. tell me what I should change but if you're somebody who's created a your product, you're like, do you know what? I do like that product. But I think it needs to be altered a little bit. Yes. Cool. I will take your feedback. So, so the first, so I said, make sure you believe in it and that you have an unstoppable drive. The next thing, surround yes. yourself with people who believe in it. Indeed. Find people who believe it, and also find customers who will buy it based on your ideas. To so say, this is what I'm going to create. Would you want one? This is how much it's going to cost. Would you pay for it up front? Like, how badly do you want it? Because if people say, look, I'll give you the money. Here's £15 for your product that you're going to make. Hmm. I will buy it. That's telling you people want it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. And then when you get the product, you say, hey, do you want to buy it? And I go, no. Oh, I was, I really? Oh, no, I did not have the money. Or You know, so you have to make sure that people, because it's okay to create products that you think people need.
0: Exactly. But it's always the 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 customers or the target audience, what they want, that's what you should be creating.
1: What they want. Mm. And what a lot of parents want is their children to grow up liking who they are and not have exactly. anxiety like they have. So I already knew, do you know what, Mm.
0: this is something
1: parents have been... And it wasn't just parents with children with autism, in fact, the first massive bulk that I sold were to parents who don't have children with special educational needs whatsoever.
0: Yeah.
1: Your your typical child who is just doing okay, but Mm. does have lots of self-doubt. And then when I went through the autism um, like social groups and started promoting it to them, a lot of the parents with children with autism... They bought it for their child who didn't have autism. So I went through lots of ups and downs where I thought, "Why aren't people with children with autism buying the star?" Because if yes. I looked at my sales, eighty percent were people without any special needs. Mm. I just couldn't understand it. I'd go right. to autism events. So it's about knowing why you're creating a product, and it goes back down to: yes, they need to want they want it, mm-hmm. but two, you have to show them that they need that they want it.
0: Exactly. What is it solving? What problem is it solving? And what's the benefits Absolutely.
1: of the products?
0: Yes. How can it help your clients a bit better or your customers? Thank you so much for that, Ife. So, in terms of market research, how do you sort of carry out a market research based on a particular two that you want to create? Because oh, I know, yeah. Because I know that you your target market is basically. Um, children as well as you know the younger ones as well and the older ones even parents can actually use this um confidence style
1: yeah so initially mm-hmm. it wasn't i didn't fo- focus it on adults or yes I, I think the first thing you do is you find who are the people who are going to i always use this analogy imagine mm. your customers house is on fire and you have a fire extinguisher they need that fire extinguisher like so you have to look at who needs what you're selling right yeah. now who who has a pain that they need fixing right now who are those people and then first you target market the people that mm. really want it that need it oh. i think i've lost it on here can you hear me
0: i can yes you can carry on i can Yes, I can hear you.
1: I'm gonna take those off. Carry on. Um, yes. So the first thing you you need to do is just make sure that there are people who actually want to who want to purchase it. And then once you do that you figure out who they are. And oh I can give you some really good tips. I love this. This is this is what I do. Let let me just get my son to close the door. Is that okay?
0: Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna have can you hear,
1: a... can you hear him in the background?
0: Yes.
1: Been up and down
0: like a yo yo. Okay, I'm back. Good. This is life of a difference. (laughs) I've just added you back on Instagram, so you might have to accept my request. There we go. Yay! She's back, she's back, she's back. Oh
1: my gosh, I've been all happy now with yo-yo, haven't I? <laughs> um, so let's explain. The best way, once you've figured out who needs your product, then I always cre- cre- create an avatar. So I oh. think, who is my ideal customer? Who is the person that whose house is on fire, that needs my fire extinguisher, who needs it right now? So then oh. I'll find one person First of all, I'll just find one person who needs it. And then what I'll do is I will do, create an avatar. So I'll say, and when I say avatar, I mean, so I'll I'll be very specific. I'll say, so, okay, it's a mum who's got two children. The mum's 35 years old. One of the children are autistic. The other one possibly might be. She's Uh a single parent. She works um, part-time as a nurse. She's... Always reading, always researching. She's passionate about her children. She takes them to different different um clubs, and all she keeps doing when she's searching on Google is how can I help my children be more confident? How can mm. I help my children? How can I be a good mum? She's the kind of mum who reads this book and that book. So I break it down and create like this, this avatar so I know who they are and I give them a name. So like my avatar could be called like Katie. So she's katie she's a nurse she's a single parent two children one with autism one who might be on the spectrum she really cares about her children more than anything always doing research so then i think well how does she speak what kind of things is she interested in um. what level of education is she where's she from is she black is she white is she um you know Puerto Rican? Who? what's her and then I create this character. And then every time I write copy, which copy means like writing, every hmm. time I write uh, uh, something for my website, something for the product, something on Facebook, any kind of post, I write it like I'm talking exactly to Katie. So I'll talk the way, I'll talk to her because people always say, oh, my product, it can serve everybody.
0: But yes.
1: if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody because you Indeed. can't to everybody. So I would say, talk to one person and that one person people who are like that one person there's going to be lots of katies in different who have diff, like they differentiate a little bit maybe they've got a husband and maybe they've got two three children or maybe they've got one whatever so then i'll have that avatar and i've just promoted that avatar so initially mine was a mom who's, got, who's a single mum with a with a son who's got autism who they're trying everything they can to help them and they know that their child's got gifts and talents and they just wish that people would stop putting them in a box and they're sick and tired of people overlooking their child and they really want to make sure that they're doing everything they can to help their child so then i wrote all my copy like that we wrote all of our sales and marketing our videos everything was written to that person who's like thank you who i need you so then once we'd um worked on that that's avatar one and i was like right the next avatar and it wasn't this quick it was like six months who's the next avatar okay the next avatar let's look at fathers let's look at all the fathers who uh-huh. want the children and want something for them so then we did yes. a different kind of post and then i was like right let's look at schools let's look at um let's look at. The education, let's, let's speak to schools that have got children that they want to help those children and then I every single time I create an avatar, I create a specific person that I'm talking to and then I market and promote and speak to them so they know I'm talking to them because there's nothing worse, say you've got a child with dyslexia and you know that this star would help the child with dyslexia and I'll mm. keep talking about autism and yes. uh, maybe it's not right for my son because he's not autistic, he's got dyslexia mm. so if I say your child and if I use language like your child you know your child has more in them than everyone else sees you wanna Yes. This is great for a child who might be lacking confidence or struggling in some area in school. That's a bit broader than if you've got a child who's got autism, this is really
0: exactly important. I love that. It's about the language, isn't it? It's about the language, is about the delivery and it's about targeting different people and the language that they speak. And just an example of how you've actually just illustrated it, it shows a very clear different messages. You've not gone in for do you have a child that has special needs, but you've actually gone in the other way around and say your child has great potential and you can actually unleash so much out of them, you know, and I've got the special thing that you can actually use. Just try it. Have a go. You know what I mean? And that is amazing because I would want to try it because you've come at, at a different angle And you've also spoken the language that I understand, you know, and so it will be easy for me to actually try the Confidence Star. This is really incredible, Ify. Absolutely amazing. I'm so glad that, you know, you are on the show today and sharing some amazing nuggets. You are the queen, I'm telling you. So tell us about financial support. Did you get any financial support at all? Um, How did you fund this? Because it's quite a big project, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. Surprisingly enough, I didn't need any real financial support.
0: So wow. I've
1: always said, you know, so I, first of all, um, you have to be really good at, like, negotiating and getting people to believe in your product. So Absolutely.
0: I, well How do we do that? How do we get people to believe in our products? How do we get people to believe in our ideas? Especially when there's so many doors and so many no's that has been set to you, you know, as somebody who's actually starting from the beginning how do you now pick yourself up to now believe in yourself and get others to believe in you?
1: That's a really, really tough question. It's a brilliant question. I must say. Um, So around the idea of trying to promote your product that you maybe have no money to actually create, I would say the first thing you do is you go, right, I need to create a prototype. I need to actually see what it looks like. So, we were thinking, we weren't thinking of a star, we were thinking of a square to begin with. Okay. And then it was, my other half, we said, squares are boring, why not just get stars, like, a star, but don't you think that's going to make, make it too, like, gimmicky, like, dec- decorative? And then we were like, so then we then spoke to them, would you buy a star mirror? And then we had a look for star mirrors and how much they cost, and you can buy, yeah. like, star mirrors on Amazon, just a plain star mirror. And then we were like, okay. So then we found this really cool sign and we were like, right, we need to make a prototype. So we found this sign on Google, took a picture of it. And then I um, went to Fiverr, which is a really cool app for business where you can get stuff done so cheap. Um, So I um, drew it and then just said, can you make me like do this, please? Graphic design it somehow. It cost about Uh maybe about seven pound it cost me. Um, wow. So once I had that image, I then thought, well, who's the type of people who are going to make it? Am I going to have it made by glass company, by mirror company? Mm-hmm. Who's going to make it? So then I thought, so I started Googling people and then rang them and said, hi, I've got this product, I would like a prototype. Could you do a prototype for it? Finally found this company. They said, yeah, we'll do one for you. And um, I said, how much will that be? And they said, like, it's going to be £79. I yes. was like. That's quite a lot of money for one. What if you make it and I don't like it, and I can't sell it, and I don't use it? And he was just like, Well, that's the price. Like, I can't. If you bought loads in one mm. go, we can give you it cheaper. But if you just want right. one prototype, I have to set the machine, I have to do this, I've got labor, it's going to cost that. So I was like, Okay. So, you know, maybe I won't drink Starbucks for the next two months. You know, maybe, maybe I won't eat out this week because this is more important. So I mm. spent 29 pound. Looking forward to it arriving. It comes, we are, and I'm like, this is perfect. The first time it came, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. Because I spent a lot of time explaining to him because you've got to understand that people don't always know what you think they know. So you, I, I've learned because I'd be, I'm so flippant. I'm like, yeah, you know, like star shaped mirror. But I, I have to be like really clear and say it needs to be reflective. It needs to not be breakable. Um, this mm. is going to be for children who, when they get angry. Oh, and also, I knew what I wanted because when I did the first test, when people were coming and you know, I told you we wrote the words down on a piece of paper.
0: You did, yes. Um, and people
1: started writing the words on a piece of paper down. Well, then the next step was, I started getting a full piece of paper and writing the words to people. And Incredible. And then I started printing the words on a piece of paper. And one of my good friends, she's got three sons, two with autism. And yeah. they're like, just coming up to teens she printed she took the printed copy and put it on her wall for them and I said get them to say the words and look in the mirror while they're saying the words the words are on paper and the mirror's here and um she said to me one day oh they're liking them but one of them got so angry one day and ran straight up to his room and ripped them off ripped the words off the wall because those words represent all that self-love and at the time he was angry with himself so the way that they he did he ripped the words off she goes so he's ripped the words off the wall and I was like, okay. And then we got them on the mirror. So then we wrote the words on the mirror. And then he ripped the words off the mirror. He ripped the mirror down.
0: Goodness. So,
1: so I was like, right. So we need to make sure that these words are on something that won't break.
0: Break, yes. They can't
1: be ripped off the wall. Mm. So that's why we got on the back of it this really strong tape. Like if you put it on the wall, you can't get it off. You have to rip your whole wallpaper off and the whole wall will come off before this comes off. Because it's yes. super strong. So I've got that, but then I also have this with a little hole in it, so you can put it under the nail if you don't want. If you want to hammer it up, so there's two options. But the hole only is recent this year. Last year there was no hole; it's just the tape. But I've learned from my customers saying that sometimes they, when they move house, they want to take it with them, but they can't. And when they rip the wall, it rips uh-huh. the fucking wall off. <laughs> so, um, so basically, so because I knew that it needed to be non-breakable and it had to be reflective. Like this is reflective; you have to see yourself in it so yes. I knew that so when I spoke to the man and at the time when you ring the company that you want to make a prototype
0: mm. you
1: have to present yourself to look like you have more money than you do you have to act like you are somebody that you're not you know fake it till you make it yeah like you know, think I was going to go hi I work um for a lot of- <laughs> I'm thinking about setting up my own kind of thing. And I wondered if you could help me, they'll be like, go away. I went, hello, my name is Erika Thomas and my company is Mind Workout. You know, that's why I said straight away,
0: yeah.
1: mm. I said, it's my Workout and we're looking at creating a new prototype for this fantastic star where we've got 10,000 orders in the pipeline. Well, we do. I expect 10,000 people are going to buy it. And mm. he was like, oh, okay. Then I said, but before we start, I need a prototype to make sure that the quality is at the level that I want. Can we look at a prototype? And then that's when he said 79 pound and i still had to keep up the appearances and went yeah no problem we will be able to do that but what if it comes and i don't like it Are You to yeah fund me because what i'll do is if when you make your big order i will take that 79 pound off the price i was like cool so that was fine but you have to go in there like you uh, you know, like, you know, With,
0: have of think a, think a level people. of confidence and you know what you're doing, yeah. absolutely.
1: Otherwise and they I- won't even do your work. They won't do yeah. because you could mess them about. You could be just a time waste. So they have to believe that you are the real deal.
0: So that's, that's the first
1: thing. You get your prototype. Step one. You
0: get your
1: prototype, however much it costs.
0: Mm. Oh? I see how much you actually advertise and you promote this in terms of marketing and branding and it's really i said i see how much you actually market this and you actually promote it online um what advice would you give those who have created a tool and they're struggling with um marketing and promoting it as well what advice would you give to people
1: um it goes back to the first thing again like the beginning thing how badly do you think the world needs your product Mm. and how are you prepared to keep pushing yourself? Like, you see me promoting all the time. Yes. When, when I first visible. started.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's about being visible. And when I first started, every time I did a post, I had this little, like, cringy moment, like, ugh. People think I'm self-promoting. And um. it took me a long time, years, to get over the cringiness. Even now, sometimes I will post something and be like, oh.
0: Yes, I think we all have that feeling, isn't it? It's really, really frightening to be honest. Yeah.
1: Always look at things like this: desire, fear. Mm. Desire
0: fear. fear. It's your
1: desire to succeed higher than the fear. And if you make sure that your desire is so high that you're so driven that you will you will eat the fear (laughs) and spit it out. Because you can't just Because of course it's scary putting yourself out there. It's Mm. really yucky to be promoting yourself and self-promotion. That I find self-promotion the most cringiest thing ever, but I do it all the time. And I Mm. do it because I think if anyone watching thinks, oh my God, who does she think she is? Oh, you know, why is she doing this? She thinks she's, I keep reminding myself, them hating on me, is that gonna let me stop some little child at home who doesn't believe in themselves? potentially end up taking their own life because they haven't had somebody create this tool. So every time mm. I do a post, I think, who could I reach? Who could I reach? Who could yeah. I help? Mm. This could help somebody. Every time I do a post, I'm thinking, post it because somebody might pick it up, someone might buy it, someone might use it, and it Indeed. could change somebody's life. And Absolutely. that's how the drive has to be so much bigger than your fear.
0: Mm. So that's I love doing. that.
1: And also be real. Like, don't try to be like anybody else. Don't try to post like anybody else. Always remember what your core, what the reason is behind. So I try to post things that are all in line with my brand, which is all about being bold, being brave, and just loving life and being your best self. And then every now and again, I might post something that's a little bit controversial because I'm not this perfect angel. You know, there's things in my life that I have to work on. There's things that um, that really deeply upset me where I'm not able to control my emotions or mm. manage my emotions. You know, yes. I'm an emotional being just like everybody else. So sometimes recently on lockdown, I had a little bit of a breakdown on online. Um, breakdown, I mean a very little breakdown on, just because I just saw some really bad bullying happening mm. online. And I couldn't just sit back and not say anything. And I I get that. I'm always like, woohoo, you can do it, you can do it, cheerleader, iffy. But I had to be like, listen, people, we all recently have talked about being kind. We all saw what happened, the horrible tragedy that happened to Mm. our celebrity, Caroline Flack. We all saw that. And then literally three months later, people are now trolling and being mean and being horrible. Like, Mm. I don't, I won't sit back and not say anything. So I, so you have to remember that every time you put yourself online, you're not just representing you, you're representing your brand. You can't be like, This is my personal page. You know, effing and blinding and swearing and being vulgar. This is my mm. business page. Like you, you you are you, a whole you. And people just mm. have to understand that this, you know, you're you're a whole person. You can't segment yourself for your audiences. You just absolutely
0: indeed thank you so much ife that is really a powerful message there i mean this is the week where we're celebrating or you know marking the mental health awareness week and you know it's all around the importance of being kind to one another and i just wanted you to just leave a message of hope and encouragement to our viewers who are watching right now in terms of um you know being kind to one another you've already mentioned some of the things that has happened and also we're looking forward to great things that will be happening after this um, COVID season. So just share some words of encouragement and hope to many people watching at this moment.
1: Okay, so I would like to leave you with one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angelou. People may forget what you said, people may forget what you did, but people will never forget the way you made them feel. If you think about that when you're interacting with other people, and always think, when I leave, do they go, oh my God, they're so life sucking. They suck the life out of the room. Or do you want people to leave you or you leave them and they go, wow, what a breath of fresh air. Wow, mm. how much light did they bring into the room? So do you even want to suck the light out of the room or do you want to illuminate and empower the room? And that's it. I think people remember what you, how you make them feel more than what you said and more than what you did absolutely that's what I'd like to meet people with just everyone says be kind but Um, before you be kind to other people you have to be kind to yourself
0: yes and I think sometimes we forget ourselves in the process of being kind we have to learn to love ourselves first we have to learn to appreciate and embrace who we are and understand that we are enough and be kind to ourselves before we can be kind to other people kindness is so important and it doesn't cost you anything (laughs) You it know, doesn't.
1: so I mean, do you know what I would say? Yeah. One last thing. So, yesterday I was watching um, Sleeping, I uh, know Cinderella, the, the new version of Cinderella with my sons. Yes. And her mum said to um, Ella, because her name's Ella, I didn't know that. Um, mm-hmm. this, Her mum said to her before she died, she said, Please promise me that you will do two things. Have courage and
0: be kind. Be kind, that's amazing. And that's it, courage and kindness. That is two main important factors that we should have, you know, supporting somebody, reaching out, helping them, giving them courage, giving them, you know, any form of support and just embracing one another. So thank you so much, Ify. It's been a pleasure having you. It's been a real pleasure having you. You you are a queen and I just want to appreciate (laughs) you. And I want to commend you for all the wonderful accomplishment that you've actually achieved. And, um, you know, it's really breathtaking and I just love your journey. And I'm always going to be here to support you full force. Um, Thank you so much. I remember you coming to the conference about three, four years ago and you spoke and we remain connected ever since. So thank you so much for creating such a wonderful, innovative wellness tool for everybody to use And the world, you know, needs that kind of tool for us to continue to be more confident and be resilient. Okay, and always go for what we want and what really feels good. Thank you so much, Ify Thomas. You are amazing, um, woman. You are incredible. Keep doing what you're doing, and um, I just wish you all the very best. Thank you so much for being on this platform. Thank you. Thank
1: Thank you so much for everything that you do as well. Thank you for having me. And I'm sorry about the whole roller coaster up, (laughs) down, up. (laughs)
0: is absolutely fine that's what happens when you go live sometimes so you know we had a real life um streaming today so thank you so much for being part of this and i wish you all the very best and i'll be in touch for sure thank you take care thank you my lovely bye